Hello, I am Jennifer Lynn Purcell, aka Evertunia Butterfly, bringing to you a living with an invisible learning challenge where we will discuss the challenges and triumphs of those with NLD. I don't know if you're a new listener or not, but I would like to share with you where I get most of my articles for this podcast. I've recently learned about a nonprofit that I would really like to help. It's the NVLD Project. In addition to doing research on NVLD and working to get it back on the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, that is the DSM, they provide support groups for those with NVLD. You can find the NVLD Project at www.nvld.org. All proceeds from this podcast and the ads will go towards the NVLD Project. I will include the link for this in the description of the podcast. Please go to livingwithnld.com to learn more about my podcast. Also, I would like to announce that I now have created a YouTube channel for this podcast. I will post the link for this in the description for you. I want to let you know that the next small Zoom group for people with NLD and for their parents is on April 27th, and it will be at 10 a.m. Pacific time zone, and it will go till 1130 so that people who are on the Pacific time zone can have time to grab lunch and also, the NVLD project is helping me spread word about this. So if you know them, you can email them for the link, or you can email me at livingwithnld at gmail.com for the Zoom link. Thank you. Bye. Hi. So today I would like to update you on my fundraiser for the NVLD project. I am at $936. The goal is $1,000. I only need 64 more dollars. Woohoo! Almost there. I want to thank everybody who has donated so far. I'm not going to name them because um, there's a lot for me to name. But, um, you know, if you have donated and it ends at April, uh, sorry, not at, but on April 30th. And, um... This is basically a fundraiser to try to um, spread more awareness about mental health and um, sexual abuse um, because this month of April is mainly about those two things, um, also about autism awareness, um, which is something that I also am passionate about, um, but I'm also passionate about mental health awareness, and that goes with um, learning disabilities and learning challenges, so um, that's what the fundraiser is about, and if you want to donate to it, you can go to livingwithnld.com and scroll down to the definition about NLD. There's a button that says, please donate to my birthday fundraiser for the NVLD project, that's where you will go because I started it for my birthday. Um, so yeah, I hope you will donate and help me reach my goal of $1,000. Thank you. Bye.
Hi, so today's episode will be about finding out why NLD was on the DSM and is now not on it. Also, I will tell you what the DSM is for people who do not know what it is. All right, so let's jump right into it. The first article is from the NVLD project and is titled Why We Are Ignored by David, who is, quote, in his late 50s, never completed college because of math deficiencies, had numerous job failures and relationship challenges persist to this day. He does not feel like a real grown-up because of the limitations of NLD and that they impose on growth and potentiality. He feels like the smartest dumbass you'll ever meet. (laughs) Good for you, David. End quote. All right, so this is a quote from David's article. Quote, I was diagnosed in my 50s but not with NLD, with a cognitive disorder, NOS. The, neuro, the neuropsychiatrist who teased, who, sorry, who tested me said he knew immediately that I had NLD, but since NLD is not recognized by the APA, it was characterized as a cognitive disorder. So why isn't NLD recognized? If this disability... And that is what is NLD is a disability, has specific symptoms and traits that definitely identify those of us who have it. Why isn't it recognized by the APA? I have, I have had nervous breakdown in the fourth grade because of NLD. Too smart in reading and grammar, too stupid in math, and My parents and teachers concluded I had a a character flaw. Decades of failure, failure in school, in jobs, and in relationships. The failure is real, very real, as are the symptoms. But according to the APA, NLD isn't a real thing. Exploitative, deleted APA. End quote. I can relate to David because I sometimes feel ignored by neurotypicals that don't know that I have NLD. I can think of one really good example that happened to me recently in March when I was trying to get new glasses, new eyeglasses, I should say. I was trying to be independent with this experience and do better than the previous time because I spent more than I needed to. So I asked my parents and older brother for advice on what questions to ask and how much to spend and what the goal should be. So once I got my eye exam, I went to the optical shop intending to look around for various prices not to buy. Let's call the person who helped me, Simon. And he pressured me to buy by making me feel like I couldn't feel, sorry, couldn't find the deal. 
or eyeglasses I was going to get anywhere else. He went over the lens options that I could get way too fast for someone with NLD. I felt embarrassed to ask him to slow down or ask questions. I also felt nervous. To make a long story short, when I got home, I tried to cancel the order over the phone, but it didn't work because of my credit card. Consequently, I disputed it with my credit card company because I didn't like how I was being treated by the merchant. They completely understood when I called them and told them that Simon had used words like, I don't care what mommy says when I was trying to cancel order. I told him I didn't appreciate his tone and I, and I talked to, uh, and my mom talked to him too. And he tried to tell her about our insurance, which she is more knowledgeable about it than me. And then he thought she was. She gracefully hung up on him. I filed a complaint against him and had a way better experience, 180 degree different experience at Costco when I went there. I was respected and got clear and and reasonable speed for my questions. I also got treated more fairly and was taught like I should be, and I can be an advocate for myself by asking the person to dumb down for me because not because I'm dumb, but because they are talking too quickly. But to put more responsibility on them, not on you, is what the Costa clerk said. I definitely won't go back to sharp for my eyeglasses. I felt ignored because my needs weren't met, disrespected also. I also felt embarrassed, made fun of, nervous, terrible for having NLD after being at Sharp. I hope none of you who are listening have experienced this, even if you don't have NLD or if you have another learning disability or learning challenges, I like to call it, or if you're neurotypical and have been mistreated by someone else, I'm sorry. The second article from the NBLD project is titled NBLD, what is it and why is it not on the DSM? Sorry, that's my passion right there. By Benjamin Meyer, who has a LC, sorry, LCSW, not sure what that is, who is a quote, bilingual psychotherapist and executive functioning coach who specializes in working with young adults with NBLD and was inspired by his personal experience to help those that he works with to transition to the personal, sorry, professional and social demands of adult life. He believes that each person is unique and that we are more than just our labels and diagnosis. I, sorry, he is a project social ambassador for the NBLD project, end quote. And this is a quote from his article. There exists some controversy 
regarding a diagnosis called NVLD, nonverbal learning disorder. It's actually disability, not disorder. I'm not sure why he said disability and disorder. Um, it is defined as a set of strains in verbal memory and vocabulary, accompanied by visual, spatial, bimotor, and social difficulties that include decoding body language and understanding inference and humor. Many with NVLD also face challenges adapting to frequent changes and novel situations and struggle to see the big picture, focusing on the details of a story or essay instead of the main thing. Given that so many people have been classified as having NVLD, why is it not on the DSM or in the DSM? One possible answer was offered by the Columbia psychiatrist, social worker, professor, Dr. Prudence Fisher, who acknowledged that there is no agreed upon definition of NVLD other than that it involves visual spatial deficits, in quotes, from Budrakhopt 2019. It also, it is also the case that there is considerable variance with the NVLD population regarding how individual strengths and weaknesses manifest, with some individuals exhibiting strong social skills and others struggling with handwriting, for example. However, there is significant evidence that NVLD does exist as a neurological profile, which I summarize below, as well as I speak to the effort to have included it in the DSM, end quote. <clears throat> so for those of you who do not know what the DSM, it is a Diagnostic Statistical Manual for Mental Disorders that helps get accommodations for people that have the learning challenge that the learning challenges that are on it. Um, this makes it easier for them to go to school or be in college. It also helps um, it also helps because your learning challenge is on the DSM. People will probably feel like you're not making it up. I think it's very important for NLD to be on the DSM because then people who have it would hopefully have an easier time with accommodations and have them met because it would be like, hello, my need is literal and legitimate. <laughs> I'm just laughing at how I said that. But if there is no agreed upon definition for NLD, then this may make it be more difficult for people and organizations that help or work for the NVLD project to get it on the DSM. But that won't stop them from doing the very important work and research that they do because they want to help people like mine and families like mine and many more that are out there that need it more than I do. I say that because I'm fortunate to have made my life easier by constant, by consistently working 
and all the challenges that NLD presents and have a really good support system and network to help me face it and face them. The third article is from Child Resource Group titled NVLD to be or not to be real NVLD. That's a good title by Sandra Butthart, PhD, probably not saying that last name correctly, sorry, ABPP, who is a, quote, Dr. Sandy Butthart is a licensed clinical psychologist who specializes in the evaluation and treatment of childhood conditions, including autism spectrum disorders, end quote. Also, quote, says that this article focuses on the confusing status of nonverbal learning disability and VLD, LGOS disability disorder, relative to formal clinic and educational labels. Is NVLD simply a learning disability? Is it more than a learning disability? Prudence Fisher, PhD, is a research scientist and associate professor at Columbia University in New York. In a recent phone interview, she shared some insights regarding NVLD and how it is diagnosed now and might be diagnosed in the future. Even the acronym for the condition is inconsistent with some authors using NLD and others using NVLD. This article will use NVLD as a term preferred by Dr. Fisher. End quote. <clears throat> I agree with the article because the two different acronyms can make it seem like you're talking about two different things when in reality they are the same thing. This would make it confusing for the public who doesn't know that this is true, that NLD and NVLD are the same things. I know I'm talking funny. <laughs> also, I think NVLD is better than NLD because it brings in the V for verbal, into which NLD does not. I also agree with the following quote. Quote, diagnostic confusions regarding NVLD exist in part because professionals in education, psychiatry, psychology, and neuroscience do not agree about this condition. Some professionals do not acknowledge NVLD as a condition, preferring to see the performance deficiency in a person with good language abilities as motivational organizational or attentional deficits. Some see the NVLD deficits as better addressed by existing DSM disorders such as LD, learning disability, ASD, autism spectrum disorder, ADHD, anxiety, or, and or developmental coordination disorder. Finally, other professionals view NVLD as a unique diagnostic category that deserves its prominence, these differences and expert opinions have influenced decisions related to the inclusion of NVLD as a formal DSM diagnostic category. Because if professionals in education, sorry, that was the end of the quote, sorry, 
Because if professionals in education, psychiatry, psychology, and neuroscience can't agree upon what NBLD is a learning challenge, then it will make it even more challenging and difficult to argue why it deserves to be on the DSM. So if they can't agree, sorry, they can't agree upon what it is, then it's hard for them to agree upon what is going to go on the DSM to define it and to help people who have it and people who love the people who have it and care about them get what they need and get the help they need. Sorry, I'm really passionate about this one. Why am I saying sorry for that? I don't know. Anyways, it needs to be on the DSM so we can get more help more easily, hopefully, and be heard and believed that we are not making this learning challenge up. It is real. Really real. <laughs> so please join me in fighting passionately for it to go back on the DSM. Like the NVLD project is working on that. That's one of the reasons I like them so much. <laughs> the other reason is because they have many blogs out there written by people who have NLD or people who know about NLD and they're really good blogs. Should go to their website or Google the NVLD project. So whether it's trying to explain what the DSM is, what NLD is, why it should deserve to be on the DSM or why you, why we should not be ignored. I and others who have NLD experienced these difficulties today. Or if you are a professional person who is trying to advocate for why NLD needs to be on the DSM, I suspect you are having these challenges also. As I wrap up today, I would like to hear from you about what is the most difficult thing you encounter when you are trying to find accommodations for NLD? If you're listening on Spotify or somewhere else, please shoot me an email at livingwithnld at gmail.com. If you're listening on livingwithnld.com, please leave a comment below the episode. Thank you for listening today. Talk to you next Friday. Bye. As I wrap up, there are some things I would like to share with you. I do have a website for this podcast. It is called livingwithnld.com. I also have a Facebook and Instagram page for this podcast. It is called Living with NLD. I will include the links for those in the description. In conclusion, I would like to hear from my audience. If you know individuals with NLD that I could interview for this podcast, please email me at livingwithnld@gmail.com. What are you interested in learning about NLD? I know I'm not an expert, but I do know I have the living experience of having it. I would like you to practice journaling about your gifts and differences. Also see if there is a way that you can make that difference become easier for you to do than it originally was. Thank you for listening today, and please go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to it. Thank you. Bye.